0: Thank you for joining us today on our media platform. Pastor Tim will bring a message entitled, The God Who Renews, from our preaching series, A Surrendered Life. Now let's go listen to Pastor Tim. Hello everyone, it's uh, good to be with you again, and uh, it's exciting times and difficult times, but it's uh, good to be with you, be in your homes or wherever you may be uh, watching this broadcast and, and on social media. Again, it's uh, exciting times again, but yet it's also times where we're still cautious and things are changing and developing and and all the news is is continuing to come in and, and where we stand today and and uh, we still feel like we're on that shaky ground, but yet we have the good news uh, of the Word of God. And I just want to start off today with uh, just saying thank you to all of you that came to the uh, drive-in service, our Easter service service uh, man, we felt the power of God in that parking lot and and uh, the Lord moved and 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 we just uh, were able to just really have a wonderful service. He held back the rain and uh, again that's the God that we serve He just knows how to take care of things and he knows how to bless us and what a resurrection Sunday morning we had It was a good time, and uh, we're getting a lot of uh, feedback uh, from the message on Sunday and encouraged a lot of people. Uh, and we thank God for that today. So we encourage you to make sure you uh, pass on uh, these messages and, and send them to your friends and those that's, uh, that that you're linked up to. And, and not only send it to them, but make a comment about it. Sometimes if you make a comment, uh, it encourages someone else to make a comment. And we can maybe lift somebody up uh, in a special way. But it was a wonderful time this past Sunday on Easter Sunday. And again, I want to thank everybody who came out. Uh, it was awesome to see everyone, even though I was looking through windshields and others were too, uh, but everyone did the right things. They stayed in their cars and, and, uh, we followed the procedures and, uh, obviously we had called the COVID hotline, uh, uh, the Marion County part. And we talked to them before we even did the service and made sure they knew what we were doing and, and how we were going to do it so that they would understand. And then they came back to us and said, whatever you're going to do, this Sunday. It sounds great. Do it. Uh, Just follow your guidelines. And uh, we alerted both Beach Grove police and Indianapolis police uh, that we were doing that and letting them know that we would be here doing that. Uh, Everything went wonderful just like we figured it would everybody uh rejoiced and shouted and raised their hands and sang inside their cars and and we honked for jesus all morning uh so again we had a wonderful time and i thank god for that today you know it'll be a memory that we'll remember uh, whether you were able to go to a service uh outside or not uh it'll be a sunday that we remember because it's a sunday that's unlike any other uh, not just because it was Resurrection Sunday, but because it fell during this this lockdown and during this time where we're uh, paying attention to social distancing. And it was just different for everyone. But I thank God today that we were able to experience that. And, you know, the good thing about it is God never fails. He always shows up when we come together, uh, whether we're in cars or whether we're in a church service inside a building Uh, somewhere outside it doesn't matter god always shows up and i thank him for that and i thank you again for coming and those who prayed uh to help us uh and encourage uh we thank you and and again we're looking forward uh to moving into other things as as we begin to get more room uh as time progresses in this uh in this changing time so again we'll be keeping you posted we'll be uh updating you on how we're going to be doing things but right now we're coming to you um via social media and god is on social media uh behind it through the holy spirit we thank him for that today i want to share with you a message that i believe will uplift you i believe it will encourage you we need to be encouraged today we have so much discouragement going on Uh, with the things we're dealing with and with things that are happening in our lives today and And sometimes it can really wear on us uh, as time continues and we still have our distancing and we're still not able to function uh, in a normal capacity uh, as we go on. It can really affect us emotionally and it can begin to affect us in our spirits. And uh, again, I just thank God that we have the word of God to go to where it can lift us up and encourage us. And today I have a word. Uh, for you from the word of God that will encourage you it will lift you up we will talk about a story uh, that kind of fits us today and I'll try my best to bring to you what the Lord has laid on my heart to encourage you with and and I believe God will speak to us I want to say this this is a message that's for you this is a message that's not for someone sitting next to you yes it's for them too but think about this this message is for you Everyone that's hearing this and seeing this and viewing this, this message is for you because it's from the word of God, because it's God speaking to us. And I want to encourage you uh, to listen and and truly maybe jot down things, uh, grab a tablet, grab a notebook. Uh, uh, page or something and begin to write down things and begin to study those things. Let those things that we're going to be talking about today get right inside your heart because it will build you and it will grow you and it will cause you to, to, to live above where we are today. And I thank God. His word does that for us. You know, the title to this message today uh, is The God Who Renews Us a god who renews us i don't know about you but we're in great need of renewal today it seems like uh what we're going through with this pandemic uh, all across the world it has gotten to the place to where it's depressing people and it's causing people to be oppressed in certain ways. And, and we just need renewal today and, and what better message to preach today uh, than a renewal message and, and what better timing to preach the message because we just finished uh, a wonderful Easter Sunday. And again, I thank God for our Easter Sunday, the greatest celebration day that we could ever have is celebrating Easter, Celebr- Celebrating uh our risen Savior, uh, the hope that we have through that uh, uh resurrection morning. Uh we just celebrated that. We just came through that. And it was awesome to be uh celebrating with you all and celebrating with people uh all over the world that our Christ uh was risen and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and we have hope in all things because he did come up out of that grave and we just had that celebration, and we just had that that time and, and that service, and it's just an awesome time uh, to, to sit here today and to share with you today that those men, can you imagine what it must have been like for those disciples on their first resurrection morning? Can you imagine those disciples and the ladies and, and all the followers of Jesus when they saw him walking and they knew that he had resurrected and he had come up out of that tomb and he was alive and well and that he was not a dead God. Can you imagine the celebration that those guys had and those gals had? Man, I can only imagine the excitement and the joy that they had. And how, how it must have been uh, greater than any kind of homecoming we can even think about when they saw Jesus and when they knew uh, that he was alive and he was not dead. And and their hope was back and, and the encouragement that it must have created. And that's what it feels like when we celebrate on resurrection morning. It restores us. It renews us. And, and again, I thank God for that today. We should never forget that the plan of God is perfect and that, the time that he gave Jesus, those 40 days approximately, that he allowed Jesus to walk on the earth after he was resurrected resurrected, was so important for us today and important for them at that time. They needed to see that their Savior was alive and well. They needed to know uh, that he truly was resurrected. And, and and again, God's plan is so perfect. And when we read the stories of, of how Jesus uh, showed himself for 40 days, and he began to let them know that he was alive and he was getting ready to leave, but he established some things in them and he encouraged them. Uh, God never, ever leaves us without a place or a position to renew us. He was spending time renewing his disciples and renewing his apostles and renewing his followers, letting them know that they are restored and they are renewed now. And, and he let them know. And today we need that more than anything. I think right now we need the hope In Christ Jesus that renews us uh, in a new position today if you need to be renewed I believe it'll happen as God speaks to you through this message so again think about the excitement that the disciples must have had on their first resurrection morning or the first resurrection morning and knowing the awesome plan of God of how he did things and how he renewed them and restored them and you know, I want to focus today on a story uh, of two men uh, that that needed to see Jesus. These two men, and we're going to read here in Luke chapter 24. Uh, we're going to read about these two men, and it's an, and it's a very familiar passage, very familiar story, and it's the the men who were walking on the road to Emmaus. And this story fits us today. It's such a perfect story for us to relate to today because these two men, as they walked down the road and they were headed to Emmaus, the road to Emmaus, they were in a bad position. They had seen Jesus, and they had saw Jesus move, and they had saw Jesus moving great in, in, in the time that they were in. And all of a sudden, they had lost him, and all of a sudden now they were talking, and they could not see him, and they could not be with him. And, and and now they were in search of Jesus again, and sometimes it feels like that today. Man, we've seen God move. We've seen God's mighty hand. We've seen him move in a special way, but today maybe you're there, and you're one of those who are are looking for Jesus. You just haven't seen him in your life uh, over the past few weeks, and and you just need to see him, and you need to feel him because you need that restoration and that renewal in your life today, and just like those two men, and we're going to talk about those two men and the things that they went through. And I think we can learn from those two men and we can know that there's things we can do to have Jesus living alive and well in our lives so that we see him, so that we feel him. And I want to share this story. I want to focus on that story uh, with you today. These men, had been with Jesus they had seen what he had done they had no doubt uh uh saw the greatness and they had no doubt uh uh felt the the sting of when he died and they saw him put in a tomb they felt that sting of loneliness and that, that sting that, that attacked their hope. And and they felt those things and they were depressed and oppressed and they were still a little encouraged like sometimes we are today. We're a little encouraged, but we just need that, that renewal, that newness. We need to see Jesus alive and uh, amongst the living, we need to see him and feel him today. And those men were in that same position and I wanna share this story with you today. You know today's position, where we are today. Uh, how many times in our lives do we live in those mountaintops where Jesus is there? Man, we feel him, we see him, we see him in action. We know he's there, and we we see him uh, in our lives and spiritually. We know he's right there with us, and 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 then all of a sudden we hit the low or we hit the valley and we can't feel him, and sometimes we we just can't see him in our lives right now, and and that's what I want to focus on today. Uh, Those men were in that position, and you and I may be in that spot today, you know, with everything that's going on and, and the social distancing and the, the news that we continue to hear. And yes, we have phases now of, of open up, the, opening up the economy and all these things, but yet the fears are still there and, and their doubts are still there. And we still may be struggling uh, to see Jesus in our life and to, to hear him and to know that he's there and to feel him. And today the message I want to encourage you with that will help us out of this past you know, I wrote this down, and I want to read it. We have to understand and one and and, and understand one of the most important things we must do to find Jesus and to feel de- Jesus in our lives in difficult times. One of the most important things that we must do to make that happen is to go to the Word of God. The Word of God is it brings Christ alive in us. The word of God makes him real. The word of God helps us feel him again. And I, and I encourage you, it's so important that you get the word of God in you, whether you read it, whether you hear it, whether you uh, play the videos of, of pastors and preachers that are sharing the good news and the gospel of the word of God, it will bring him alive in you. And you know, sometimes we, we get caught focusing on the bad stuff, and we get caught fo- focusing on listening to the news more than we're listening to the Word of God, and it can be damaging to us, and, and we have to understand if you're in that place, and I've been in that place where I just can't feel him right now. I can't feel Jesus right now. I don't see him right now in my life working uh, in the situation that I'm in now, but the more I go to the Word of God, the more I lean on the Word of God, the more I encourage myself in the word of God, the more that I see Jesus, the more he comes alive in me and the more that I can trust in him and know that he's there and I can feel him, uh, through the word of God. So I want you to know that if you're in a place, you need to go to the word of God because it does great things. You know, John one says this, it tells us that Jesus is the word of God So if we want to find him in difficult times and we want to know him in difficult times and we want to feel him in difficult times, we have to go to the word of God. That's where Jesus shows up. And again, I don't know about you, but I wanna see him in my life. I wanna feel him in my life today, and I know you do too. And the way that we do that is to go to the Word of God. And today we're gonna go to the Word of God. Man, we're gonna go, and we're gonna read, and we're gonna understand the Word of God, and God's gonna give us a revelation today of some things we could be doing and helping ourselves to bring Jesus alive in us so that we can be renewed today and that we can be touched by the Master's hand today even in these times that we're living in with all the depression and oppression that's going on, we can see Jesus walking in our lives. We can feel him touching us today. And I know that the revelation of the word of God today will encourage us and will lift us up. We have a story again, we're going to focus on and I want you to make sure that you read this and you know, you got to ask yourself this question. Do you want to see Jesus in your life today? Do you want to feel him today? Well, I believe that everyone wants to see Jesus and wants to feel Jesus in their lives today. We need that more than anything else, I think, in our entire lives. Are are you wondering, maybe you're one that's wondering, where is Jesus? Where is God right now? I don't feel him. I don't see him. Man, I want to encourage you today to focus on the word of God. Just focus because if you want to see him the way to see him and feel him again is to get the word inside of you, get the life inside of you, get encouragement inside of you, get everything inside of you through the word of God that will, will take you and put light in your darkness and, and put salt on your life uh, today because we need that so much. You know, I say this because uh, I'm gonna read again in Luke chapter 24. But as we read this story, and I want you, if you can, to put yourself in the place of one of these two men that was walking on the road to Emmaus. Yes, make sure you put yourself in their position today to get the fullness of the revelation of what we're sharing today. I want you, as we read, put yourself in that position as you're walking maybe with a friend down a road And man, you've seen Jesus move in a great way. And man, God's been so great to you. And yet now he's not around. You don't feel him around. You don't see him moving in your life today. Maybe you're discouraged to the place to where you're not even sure that he he loves you anymore. He cares about you. I want you to understand these men were in that position. They were in a place to where they had seen greatness, but now they see nothing. And they don't know where he is. But I want to share with you the good news of where you are today. Oh, there's good news for you today. There's good news for me today because our God never fails us, He never leaves us alone. He never leaves us out there hanging uh, with nothing. He always comes through for His children. Let me read this story. And again, it's in Luke chapter 24. We're going to read 13 through, I think, 35 is, is the final uh, verse. It is. And I'm reading it out, out of the New King James, so yours may read different. But here's what it reads, and I'm going to read the whole story. and Then I'm going to apply some things to your life uh, with some revelation out of the Word of God that will help us today. Here's what it says. Now, behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus. Which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. That means they were talking about the death of Christ, the the crucifixion, uh, being put in a tomb. And, 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 and they were even sharing that, yeah, he wasn't in the tomb, but no one had seen him. And, and there were some messages from some ladies saying that they saw him and they were just talking about this whole thing and they were really discouraged at this time. Verse 15 says, so it was while they conversed and reasoned, they were conversing and trying to reason this thing out like we do sometimes that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Jesus showed up on the road with them. Began to start walking with them, walk side by side with them and begin to talk to them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And I think you have to understand sometimes you've got to really grab a hold of this revelation. Sometimes we get so caught up in our fear. We get so caught up in our doubts. We get so caught up in our situation that Jesus himself could be walking right beside us. And we may not even notice it because we're so focused on the problem. Man, these guys were so focused on the situation, trying to reason this thing out, that Jesus himself had walked up next to them and was walking with them, and they did not recognize him. And he said to them, Jesus said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and you are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happen there in these days? And Jesus said to them, what things? So they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed in word word and before God and all the people. And how the chief priest and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and they crucified him. But we were hoping they had a hope and it was dashed when Jesus died. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Man, our hopes were strong. We were hoping Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things had happened. Yes, and a certain woman of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he is alive. And certain of these who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women uh, had said, but he, him, they did not see. Then he said to them, "O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. Oh, grab a hold of that. And beginning at Moses, beginning at the times of the prophets and the Moses wrote of the law, he began to uh, expound to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have to go on farther But they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is toward evening and the day is far spent and he went to stay with them. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that Jesus took bread, he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to them. Man, remember this part as we get ready to get the revelation. Jesus broke bread with them. Then their eyes were opened. Man, after he broke bread with them and sat with them, then their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And as soon as they knew him, he vanished from their sight. He disappeared from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened up the scripture, While he shared the word of God with us. Man, did our hearts not burn within us. So they rose up that very hour. They didn't wait. They were so excited and went back or they returned to Jerusalem. Another seven-mile trip at night, but they decided we can't wait. We're too excited. They took off and they went back. Uh, To Jerusalem and they found the 11 and those who were with them gathered them together saying the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon and they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread man, what an exciting story today. These guys were in trouble. They were in a hopeless situation. They were trying to reason everything out. They had saw Jesus and and now he was gone. And and they had been told uh, that Jesus uh, was alive and people had saw him, but they had not seen him yet. And I know sometimes today we're like that. We hear all the time that Jesus is alive. Man, we hear all the time that others are being blessed. And man, we hear these kinds of things but grab a hold of this sometimes we just don't see him we just don't feel him these guys finally got to the place to where they saw him they finally got to the place To where they felt him and they knew that their Savior was alive man he renewed them but he did some things and how he did it I want to explain to you because it's revelation to us and it's things we need to be doing to create God and have him come alive in us again and to show up in our lives again to be real uh, in our lives so we can feel him and we can touch him just like those men did the first thing I want to share with you and I want you to grab a hold of that I want you to hold on to and that first thing is Jesus is always there even when we don't see him man grab a hold of this Even when we don't see him moving in our lives, even when we don't see him uh, doing the things that he used to do in our lives, even when we don't see him moving like like we used to see him move in our lives because of this problem and because of what's going on and this overcast that we're living under, maybe we don't see him like we used to see him, but grab a hold of this. Just like those men that were walking on the road to Emmaus, man, Jesus was walking right beside them and they did not see him. Him, We have to understand he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will always be with us. In our darkest times when we can't see, we don't have enough light to see him. He's standing right by your side today. He's walking right with you. Jesus is in you, in your life. He's moving. He's there. Don't ever doubt that he's with you no matter what it feels like, no matter what it looks like. These men were in a bad place, and they did not see him yet. And I say yet because they Jesus did some things to help them see him. And today I want us to learn from this so that we can be helped uh, through the word of God to see him again and to feel him just like these men did. Even in the day we're living in today, when we don't feel him, we don't see him maybe, uh, uh, living in our lives, do not forget, he is by your side, he's walking with you, he will never leave you, he will never forsake you. The second thing that I want to share with you is he is and always will be our only hope in this life. Verse 21 talks about their hoping that he was there to redeem them. Folks, let me tell you something. We can't lose our hope. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, I've preached and talked more about hope over the last month than I ever have in my life because it's so real and it's so powerful to know that we have hope in Christ Jesus. You know, it's amazing to me, these three, these two men had lost a little bit of hope. They had lost that hope that he was there to redeem them because they had lost him. They were blinded by their problems and sometimes we lose hope because we focus too much. Much on the problem we focus too much on the situation and it creates hopelessness and we begin to lose our hope in Christ Jesus we have to remember our only hope in this life our only hope in this coronavirus situation uh, that we're living in today our only hope is not in medicine not in man not in social distancing yes those things help those are band-aids uh, uh, that we need to apply and we need to do to to help stop the bleeding right now but our hope is in Jesus Christ he is there with us he'll never leave us and we have hope in that and we need to hold on to that hope those men needed new hope and when they finally saw Jesus Their hope was restored. They were renewed with hope. They were renewed with excitement. They were renewed. So we have to remember that that hope that we have in him, he is our eternal hope. There is nothing else that will get us through except our hope in Jesus Christ. The third thing that I want to share with you is he is exposed to us. Listen now. He is exposed to us through the word of God. Verses 25 through 27, he made himself, Jesus made himself come alive to them when he shared the word with them, when he went through the words of Moses through the law, predicting and prophesying that Jesus was coming. Then he began to give them scriptures and began to give them stories and begin to tell them about himself as he lived on this earth and how prophecy said that he would do these things and he would come back alive. The word of God made Jesus come alive again to these men. We have to understand the power of the scriptures We have to understand that the scriptures that we read and hear are much more powerful than any prescription that you can get from a drug that you read. We have to understand that that we can read all kinds of great sources and and they help us and they encourage us, but we have to understand the power of the scriptures. Man, Jesus knew what those men needed to hear uh, so that he could come alive and they could see him alive and well, and that was using the scriptures. He went through the entire scriptures. Can you imagine that long walk that they were on, and Jesus was pronouncing the scriptures unto them and encouraging them uh, with the Word of God? And Jesus began to come alive in them because they heard the scriptures and they knew uh, that the Word was bringing him uh, to life. You will see him and you will feel him exactly how you need to see him and exactly how you need to feel him when the word of God starts boiling inside of you. As you begin to get the word in you, it will encourage you and it will make Jesus come alive in you and you'll see Jesus moving in your life and you'll feel him touching you uh, as you take in the word of God in every way that you can. The fourth thing that I wanna give you today and I want you to grab as a revelation today, uh, he wants us to be reminded of what he did for us, don't ever forget what he did for us, man. We just rejoiced last weekend uh, uh, over what Christ did for us, his finished works on the cross. And verse uh, uh, verses, um, well, verse thirty actually brings it right out. It, it, it's when he had communion with them. When he broke bread with them, no doubt Jesus went back just like he did with his disciples before, and he broke bread with them, and he reminded them that this bread is the body that was broken for you. This wine that we're getting ready to drink is the blood that was shed for you, and he began to let them know, and if you'll remember and read that scripture again, you're going to find out when he broke bread with them and reminded them of who he was, that's when their eyes were open and they saw, and they knew who he was at that time. You want to know who Jesus Christ is? You need to go back and you need to remind yourself of what he did for you. You want Jesus to come alive in you? You want him to to be uh, inside of you and to be around you and to be in your life where you can see him, you can feel him, you can touch him? You need to go back and remind yourself of what Jesus Christ did for you, his works that he finished on the cross. Man, does he not come alive in our lives? Man, when we're depressed and we begin to think of what Christ did for us and how much he loves us to go through the things that he went through for us. And he went through all the torture and the things that he went through, but yet... In the plan of God, he was resurrected. He was brought out of that grave, and he became alive again, and he's risen, and he's a risen Savior, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And not only did he do that, he sent the power of the Holy Spirit to live within us and to guide us every day and to keep us every day, to protect us every day. Man, should we not be rejoicing? Does he not come alive in you and come alive in me when we begin to really, truly go back and be reminded? of what Jesus did for us. Man, does it not open up my eyes to where I can see Jesus. I call it the great eye-opening dinner. Man, it's a great eye-opening time when we start to feast with Jesus and we start to feast on the fact of what Jesus did for us at Calvary. Man, it's so awesome to be able to sit here today and even in one of the gloomiest times we've ever lived in in our lives, man, we can be excited and live above this thing because we've been given this opportunity to remind ourselves of what Jesus did for us man, we're above these things because of him and the finished works of the cross and because the Holy Spirit lives within us and is working within us, Jesus is alive and well in our lives today. We can see him, we can touch him, we can feel him. Those men saw him. Man, their eyes were open and they saw Jesus right there in front of him, in front of them and they felt him, they knew he was there and he vanished, but yet even when he vanished, they knew, they felt him, they knew he was there. And man, that's what we need today. They were renewed in every way. It renewed them and we need renewed today and renewal comes by the revelation and understanding and remembering what Jesus did for us. He is an awesome God. The fifth thing that I want to put out there for you, and we only have six, and I wish I could do ten, but there's there's a couple of more. And this fifth one here is, is another exciting part, and I want you to grab a hold of this too. Man, get a revelation of this. When we finally see him, our hearts will burn within us. Man, verses 31 and 32 of that passage really screams it out. When they finally saw him... When they finally felt him, when they finally knew what he had done for them, man, they were just charged with energy, man, their hearts burned within them. And I know you've felt this before where you just felt a power come over you and you felt your heart burn within you, man. You felt the Holy spirit come up inside of you. And even in your darkest place, man, God just charged you with something inside of you that gave you power over that, that darkness. And man, light began to shine uh, in your darkness, and man, uh, the situation that you're in begin to be smaller and smaller because God began to be bigger and bigger. You know, our hearts are charged today. Today, just reading this word and, and sharing this word and sharing the good news with you, my heart is burning within me right now. Man, if I wasn't sitting in this chair, I'd probably be up shouting and running running the, the stage up there, but I thank God today that I feel that burning desire, fire inside of me, that burning that only comes through the power of the Holy Spirit, that burning that only comes through the word of God when we truly know that Jesus is alive and well and he's seated at the right hand of the Father and we have the Holy Spirit working in us and he has not left us, he has not forsaken us. Man, that burning that comes within me, I'm praying that your heart is burning within you, I'm praying that that burning comes, uh, that, that Holy Spirit burning fire that let you know that everything's going to be okay. Jesus is living and alive in your life and he's walking with you and he's watching over you today those men uh, were burning so, uh, heavy in their hearts. And I know you've been there and I know you felt this, but man, I feel it right now. That burning that was in them, it would not allow them to sit, man. They had to get up. They couldn't, they couldn't just sit there. They couldn't, uh, uh, stay, uh, in their homes that night. They had to go and they had to get out of there. They had to move and, and, and let other people know. And, and it, that burning that was in them was one, a burning it's like uh, ezekiel said it's like a fire shut up in my bones man there's a fire inside of them now and 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 i know that we feel that today and i know that that burning is there today because jesus is alive and well and he's renewing us every day and through the scripture he renews us every time we pick the scripture up every time we hear a story like this every time we're encouraged by a message or a song man that fire begins to burn inside of us aren't you glad today that that fire is burning and Jesus is alive and he comes alive in the Word of God isn't God awesome thank you Jesus for that the last thing I want to share with you and leave you with is this number six we we will become witnesses of him in these difficult times, and that's kind of in verses 33 and 35 because what happened is those men could not sit. Those men could not go out. They could not go and tell the good news of Jesus Christ. Man, they couldn't wait to get back that seven miles. I'm not sure they walked that seven miles. They maybe ran some of it. Uh, I, I used to run a lot, and I used to do those uh, five and ten-mile runs, and 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 I'm not sure they were uh, uh, runners. I'm not real sure, but I'm sure that fire was built. Built un- up enough in them that they ran some of those seven miles back to Jerusalem because that fire was burning within them to share the gospel, to share the good news that Jesus was alive and well. And they wanted everybody to know. And today, I, I don't want you to forget this part of the message. Man, it's so powerful for you to share the good news and let people know that it's going to be okay, that Jesus is alive, even though you don't feel him, even though you don't see him in your life today, even though it's dark and gloomy in the world we live in today. Jesus is alive and well, man, that burning, uh, uh that it's in our hearts today. We want to share that with others to encourage them, family members, friends, neighbors, those that we come in contact by social media, or we, we, we talk to on the phone, how, no matter how we do it, man, to share the good news of the gospel, to be the witnesses, to be the light in the darkness, to be, uh, the voice in the wilderness that we're in today. Man, man, we need those witnesses today. And that fire that's burning within you, man, pass that on, share that, move that on uh, to someone else. Just like those two men, they could not contain it. They could not hold it. It was that fire shut up in their bones, man. They took off to Jerusalem and the Bible says when they got back to Jerusalem, man, they shared the story. They told them what they had seen. They told them what they had felt. They told them that they knew that Jesus was alive and Jesus was well. And I ask you this question again today. As we get ready to close and we get ready to close in prayer, there's these questions that I have. Do you need renewing today? Have you been in that place to where you didn't feel Jesus and you were worried that... Man, has he left us? Has he, has he forsaken us in some way? Has your hope been dashed because of the problems and the things that you've been through? Maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you uh, have had someone sick in your home. Or maybe you've been dealing uh, uh, with this on a on a first-line basis. Maybe you are uh, a nurse, a doctor, uh, uh, or someone, you know, uh, all the way through. Man, we can go through all those first-line and those first responders and those people that go through through. the firemen, the the policemen, we can just keep going through and down the list. Maybe you're one of those and you've been struggling, man, and you're just not feeling or seeing Jesus right now. I encourage you to grab a hold of this message. He is alive. He is well. He is renewing us right now. And if you'll allow the scripture to speak to you, if you'll allow the word of God to make him come alive in you, he will come alive in you. And you will be encouraged and you will get that burning back in your heart heart uh, uh, that God is alive and he's in your life and you see him, you feel him, you can touch him in your life today. And I ask this question, will you commit? Will you commit to God and allow him through the word? Will you commit yourself to the word of God? Will you take time away from the bad news and encourage yourself with the good news? Will you stop and, and take time through your day to feed yourself with the good news like Jesus did? Will you continue to remind yourself of what Jesus did for you on Calvary? Will you do those things that we talked about today, knowing that he's alive and well? And yes, you just need to feed yourself with the good news and the word of God today. Because when you do that, when I do that, the word of God it makes Jesus come alive. It makes him. Uh, Be the word that he is in us and it creates within us a newness It creates a renewal within us. It restores us. It gives us strength It encourages us It gives us that stamina that stick to it uh, To be able to endure where we're living today because we know that our christ lives And he's with us among the living today through the power of the holy spirit We are redeemed and yes, we are renewed through the word of god we know that jesus is alive he is with us today and if you're feeling that lack and you're like these two men and you're man you're struggling and you're not feeling him man i encourage you today as we pray and we get ready to close in prayer i encourage you today to Pick up the Word of God man watch this message again I know it may be hard to watch me twice in a row but I'm asking you man to grab a hold of this revelation of the Word of God that we got today that Jesus gave us uh, through the word and I want you to position yourself like those men and how they were restored and renewed and the new fire was put in them and they saw Jesus like they never saw him before Take these, these things we talked about today, apply them to your life, begin to do these things, get you a regiment, get it set every day, man, I need more good news than I need the bad news, man, I need more of the word of God in me to bring Jesus alive in me rather than keep encouraging and giving life uh, to the darkness that, that is around us today. Man, I need Jesus to come alive in me. And I want to share in my prayer with you and encourage you, man, let the word of God get inside of you, whether it's listening to music uh, on a regular basis, whether it's getting before God and praying like you need to pray in your closet every day, whether it's grabbing your word uh, and the word of God and, and opening it up and reading it and getting the Word of God in you, whether it's talking to someone on the phone and being encouraged with, with someone who can study with you and read the Word with you and share with you, no matter how you have to do it, I'm asking you and encouraging you today and praying that you will get the Word of God in you, because when we get the Word in us, Jesus comes alive. He becomes more alive than ever through the Word of God in us, and we will see Him, and we will feel Him in our lives today and he will burn within us and we will be witnesses in this world that we live in today man does the world need to hear the good news man does the world around us need to hear you and I say it's okay man the world needs to hear that it's going to be okay man our children need to hear it's going to be okay Jesus is alive and well he's with us he's watching over us he's keeping us He's with us, whether we see him or not, man, I know he's going to come alive. I know he's going to show himself to us, man. We are chosen children, man. We are blessed today to be living with Christ, living in us and living with us, guiding us, directing us, protecting us, keeping us, man. We should be so excited today to share that good news with those that need to hear it. I'm going to pray as we close today. And I'm asking you again, take this word, man, apply it to your life. It will be life to you. It will be light to your path and a lamp unto your feet, man. It will encourage you. It will charge you, man. It will renew your battery, your spiritual battery today. Let it speak to you in every way. I pray, father, we come to you and in the name of Jesus, we come to you. Lord, I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice. I pray for every person viewing this in any way. Lord, I pray that this message gets out as far, God, as it can go. I challenge all our people and all those who watch this to not only send it out and to share it with everyone that they can. I pray that they comment on it, Lord, so that people can read the comments and be encouraged by their comments. Lord, I pray that. Your word will get inside of every single person in God that they will see that we're lost without the word of God. Man, we're hopeless without your word. And Lord, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt when they begin to get the word in them and they encourage themselves through the word of God that Jesus will come alive in them and that Jesus will be seen by them and that Jesus will be felt in their lives because the word of God is bringing him alive again. Father, I pray for those that may be sick. Lord, I pray for those that may be afflicted. Lord, I pray that you heal them, that you touch them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, those that are discouraged today, I pray that you encourage them through the word. Lord, those that are feeling this pressure, and Lord, of, uh, of losing jobs, and Lord, their financial pressure that they may be feeling today, God, I pray that you alleviate that with the power of the Holy Spirit to lighten that load and let them know that God has them. He will take care of them. He, ha- he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he, he has the grace that's sufficient to supply all our needs no matter how bad it looks we can trust in him and know that he will take care of us father i ask you to bless and encourage and lift up all of our first responders lord our nurses our doctors lord i could go down the list our police officers lord our our firemen and those that are on the front lines of this this virus lord i pray, and I ask you to encourage them and lift them up. Continue to protect them and protect their families. Lord, put a hope inside of them that they've never had before. Let them see you and feel you as they're working in their jobs. Let them feel you. Let them burn within themselves to know that you're right there with them, working with them. God, I pray for our churches and I pray for all of those, Lord, that have been affected by this this virus. And Lord, I just ask you right now to send that renewal inside every one of us. Lord, let the Holy Spirit renew each one of us. Give us something new, Lord, that we can hold on to and we can share and we can put out, Lord. And, And God, I just thank you today that you're here and you're with us and your presence is here. Lord, I thank you that your presence and the Holy Spirit is on the airwaves and on these these technical waves lord i know lord that every social media path lord your holy spirit is on there with it and god you're moving in a special way god i thank you that you're god i thank you that you're the king of kings and the lord of lords i thank you lord that jesus is alive and well and he's with us today through the power of the holy spirit lord i ask for an anointing and a blessing on every family Lord, I ask for protection on every family. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit come alive in them, put a burning in them to let them know that you are alive and you are in our lives and you're walking with us every step of the way today. Lord, we love you. We honor you. Your word makes us strong. Your word frees us, keeps us from any bondage that may be there. Lord, I rebuke every evil spirit that comes against your word. I rebuke everything that tries to stop the word of God from going forward. And today again, I just thank you God for the word that we've heard today. I thank you for revelation and I thank you God for all who have tuned in and all who are listening to this today. I pray for that anointing and that blessing on their lives and on their families and Father, We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please make sure you stay connected with us. Send all your prayer requests to SanctuaryPrayerPartners at gmail.com. Connect with us through our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can visit our website at sanctuarychurchbeachgrove.org in which you can view our latest sermons and pay your tithes online. And remember, God is in control.